Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hardly Kayfabe. I'm one of your co-hosts. This is Chris Chavez, and I am joined by Johnny Townsend and Matt Johnson. Fellas, we are back. Yes, we are. Happy to be back. Than than ever. Ever. I feel like we do that more often than not. Uh, (laughs) I have to do it. (laughs) Like it's a tick I have. If somebody says we're back, then that's it's either that or a dinosaur story, which is a a cartoon that nobody remembers. <laughs> no, not Ring the Bell. Yep, don't know that one. It had dinosaurs in it. <laughs> Did it have a luchasaurus? I wish. Wait, 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 hold, wait, wait. You mean like we're back? The movie, the cartoon dinosaur movie. Yes. Oh yep. wait, I do know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I do know what that is. <laughs> it even had even had its own video game. That's great, amazing. I did not play that, but great game. Don't, great, don't play John it. Goodman, one of the voices, like the voice yes. of Rex, the yep. T Rex. Yep. Okay. Yep. Great movie. Uh, uh, spoiler alert: Do not play the video games. They are horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. That's you awesome. Know, I, and. You know, I, I used to watch Home Improvement, and I thought that, you know, that had a pretty good uh, video game, too, but no, not so much. Not I will so much. say, I will say, I know this isn't retro, retro bliss to go check out that podcast, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the Tool Time Tim Taylor video game, while not great, was way better and not at all what I was expecting. <laughs> it's technically a platformer. Not at all I thought that's what we were going to have, but it's, what, it's out there. Nice. <laughs> and it's all or nothing. All or nothing. Or double or nothing, right? Um, double or nothing. So, yeah, speaking of double or nothing, guys, it's, it was a huge, huge uh, week. We've been gone for a little bit. We, we uh, Matt, you and I hit Nickel City Con a couple weekends ago. Uh, yep. This is actually the first time all three of us are getting to sit down and actually uh, talk in a little while now. And uh, it I got to tell you. Yep. It's great because what we're going to be talking about today, we've been waiting for this, right? Yeah, I mean, we unfortunately we missed the first, uh, you know, well, it wasn't even an AEW pay per view, but yeah. we didn't get to cover all in. Yeah, we didn't really um, talk so, much about it. No, it, we missed the boat, but you know, getting to talk about it today, because um, like I said, like we've talked about, we're, we're trying as hard as we can to be positive about pro yeah. wrestling. Yeah, it's um, it's hard though point. when you see Bro- you see Brock Lesnar dancing in the ring with a, a money in the bank boombox. Oh, you know what? Bad. At least he learned a new move. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice. I think we're being too harsh on him. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That's not. This is yeah. It's weird, but yeah, I yeah. was I, I was a little um, after watching Raw and SmackDown this week. I was just kind of like, oh, I think we're just going to talk about double or nothing because man. You would think they'd want to do something to help step up the game, right? After that pay per view, uh, not that it was completely bad, but man, it, it was just yeah, it's it was. I'm with you. It wasn't raw. Like WWE this past week wasn't terrible. Mm-mm. It was no. actually to me an improvement over what they had been doing. But it's just man, Still. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. Like the to me right now, the only thing that I'm remotely invested in is the Bray Wyatt stuff, just because I don't know where they're going with it. And, it, right. and that I think they're actually doing a really good job on. But See, the rest of it, I couldn't tell you. I was going to ask you See, what you guys thought of, of the new. The, the, the so we saw the we saw the unhinged Mister Rogers that he was doing for a while, and now we've seen yeah. what he's been he's become. What do you think of this new this new thing? Keep I'm gonna right be, on I'm, with it. Yeah, I'm going to be biased just because I I want Bray Wyatt to be great again. <laughs> I got the hat and everything that says that, and uh, so I'm I, I'm hopeful. Like I'm really hopeful. This feels like just a twisted. 
version of, of, of him. And maybe he can run. I think he is running with it, like Matt was saying. So I got a lot of hope for this, though I don't know why I do because it's in WWE. So I really should yeah. check my hope at the door. You should. I mean, you should. But, I mean, WWE is making very, you know, big strides towards, you know, trying to compete with AEW. I mean, look at, man, Randy Orton and Triple H at Super Showdown. Like, who doesn't want to see that? Right. You know, and um, just so much. I mean, we already know Brock is going to cash in his money in the bank on Monday. It's not going to be a surprise. Speaking of dinosaurs, we get to see Goldberg take on The Undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, man. And by the way, I've said that with awesome, <laughs> dude. By the way, I'm saying that with respect. I legit love both guys, but they're—I think if you combine their age, they're over 100, right? Am Let, I right on that? I feel like it's oh, true. you're you're completely right. You are completely yeah. right. Let's let's remember where it's at, though. It's out there. It's in the Middle East, right? Saudi Arabia. The yeah. idea is 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 that these guys want to see the 90s again. So that's what WWE just keeps feeding them is all these matches that are just really. But one would argue that with how their views are on women and such, they're still in the 90s. <laughs> the eighteen yeah. nineties. Woo. Yeah, please don't please don't at me. I don't feel like arguing about that. <laughs> um but you know what has been a, 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 a nice little shining glimmer of hope in the world that is professional wrestling is AEW. The excitement that's come along with this whole new promotion, uh all of these indie wrestlers. We were just having this conversation, Matt my, myself and Greg yesterday, that it's almost like Indie wrestlers don't have to – it's almost like indie wrestlers are the new hot thing, right? So a lot they of times are. indie wrestlers, you, you you don't know their names. However, uh, it's it's becoming one of these things where you – I seem to know a lot more indie wrestler names now than I do pro wrestlers. You mean like the TV guys, though? Yeah, yeah I know, it, what, you, yeah, I yeah, know what you yeah. mean. I I, uh, I completely agree. It's, oh, yeah, indie I wrestling said, is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're all kind of pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, yeah, that was my bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you're getting paid for your craft, you're technically a pro at that craft. Just, just, just so you know, Chris. Even if it's a, you know, a, a meal, right? Yeah. yeah. Hot dogs and handshakes. <laughs> or an invitation uh, to a strip club. You're still getting paid. <laughs> Want to nice. go to a superhero party? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um, just to let the audience in on this, uh, I, as of this recording yesterday, uh, uh also, I needed to say I'm an artist, so I, I kind of do cartoony stuff. And I was at this convention that's really close to actually where I live. It's like it's within uh, 25 minutes or so. So it's kind of in my backyard to go to this convention. And uh, so it's it's smaller compared to the other ones, though. It's growing every year, and it's getting better and better and bigger. But uh, this year, I literally, because of my art, if you go through my art, I draw a lot of wrestling-related stuff. And when people are looking through my stuff and they're a wrestling fan, they'll start talking to me about wrestling. So that's a lot of fun. And bar none, I had literally person after person who liked wrestling bring up AEW in a very positive manner. Oh yeah, dude! So, Everyone's excited so for so something cool. new. Yeah. yeah, we want we want a, a, like that breath of fresh air. We don't want to keep yeah. seeing the same matches over and over again. You know? Correct. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it lived up to the hype too, which a lot of times, like TNA Impact, they used to hype up these events all the time. Mm-hmm. These massive events are going to compete with WWE. And they just let me down, but AEW's double or nothing. It it lived up to the hype, and I think oh, it yeah. exceeded it. To be perfectly I agree. honest with you, I agree. You I came. Hyped, you know how hyped I was when Impact said it was going to go live against Raw. I was hyped, and then I watched it, and my hype was gone quickly. <laughs> yeah, as soon as it appeared. 
Yeah, let's let's put Hulk Hogan out there as a general manager to compete with a returning Bret Hart on WWE television. That should go really well, right? <laughs> but but yeah, it's 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 cool, man. It's, the excitement was here. It was a build up. We were waiting for it. We knew that there was all these matches being announced, and as matches are being announced, they're also letting us know who they're adding to the roster. I mean, it's it's, it's exciting, right? Like I came away from from watching Double or Nothing super excited because I was exposed to a lot of people I didn't know. And I am so interested to see what are they going to do with these people now? What stories are we going to be seeing, right? Because just right, yeah. without getting that television show every week or something to continue to build up the stories, they told some great stories in the ring, man. They told some great stories that you just I, – I my, myself personally just got invested in. That's yeah, the important I really, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I really like that uh, no match on that card felt the same. They all felt like different types of matches. Like if you were a fan of a certain type of wrestling, there you were going to get at least one match that pertained to that interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in you know in in AEW's defense, yeah, the well one of the ba- the major matches, the major draws was Cody and uh, Dustin Rhodes. Um, you know, no few, no real like few, no build up because they haven't had television. Um, but it told it, it just told a remarkable story because I think they well they realize AEW realizes that the fans are smart now right the there's information everywhere uh, they know the what's going on mm-hmm. um, you know if this match was in WWE they would they would I mean Cody and in Goldust probably would have got like five six minutes on a TV show yeah. or a pay per view you know what I mean yep. so they I I just feel like Cody and Young Bucks, Kenny, you know, they're all together. Brandy, um, they all know what the fans want. Mm-hmm. They're paying attention on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like uh, was it was it Jericho and, and Hangman Page? Is he the one that they're supposed to uh, yeah. battle for? The, like, I mean, that's that's a really good matchup. Um, that different match that people want to see. Little yeah. to no buildup, but it's going to be good. And they're yeah. going to give them the time to tell a story which is so important. This is why WWE is failing. I don't well, want to I, I see them say, fail. I want I to see say, them do better, but they are failing. Yeah, I will say WWE has kind of been smart in this aspect, and that's the same day that the next AEW pay-per-view is happening, they're going to do another NXT takeover. They yeah. are. It's I saw, I saw that, yeah. It's so not going to. It's not going to interrupt anything. Yeah, it won't interrupt. It. They're not really competing because it'll be airing what in the afternoon, right for us, right? Three o'clock Eastern time, Eastern time for us. Yeah, so um, it'll, yeah, it'll, it's still very interesting to me though. Like, yeah, it's, it's bold. Yeah, it's very bold. But I mean, I, read, I was reading the Psycho Sids about that, and they said that uh, it was it had already been booked. Like they had to book the venue and everything way ahead of time before there was any announcement for the next pay per view. Okay. So that's what they always say, though. You never know. Yeah. So here's another thing. Uh, before we get really get into the double or nothing, I wanted to ask you guys this because this kind of pertains AEW and the WWE here, and this little thing we see maybe happening, right? Um, have you guys heard this thing about Vince Russo and his conspiracy theories? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking so he, about. So he, he totally I, I don't know. I have to hear this because he, I he's a he's a uh, I don't know how to explain. How he, he is now. He said that, well, he, what he's saying is that he has the inside info on this. He knows the people who are, are doing these things and pulling strings. But, yeah, WWE and AEW are working together. <laughs> that the AEW, uh, the WWE is helping AEW. Well, in, in his defense, and I hate to say that about Vince Russo, but in his defense, 
Uh, it's not unprecedented. I mean, everybody loved ECW back in the day, but mm-hmm. yep. uh, they were technically helping ECW kind of squeak by. Yep. Yeah. It's true. I I I think it would um, honestly, it would destroy my idea of AEW. Same. If if um, if I were to hear that story and rumor confirmed, because it's. That's what it's been. It's been anti WWE, right? We're gonna do things differently, right? Um, and, and if I is, hear that, then I'm just like, well, just Cody, doing the same old. Bucks and Kenny Omega are full of shit, right? It'd you feel know, like they're just, they're just doing the same old, same old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would take away. I mean, the matches are still really good, but it would, it would honestly, legitimately take away from the quality of their content like this this aura that they try to portray about mm-hmm. being different um and, and helping independent wrestling it would just it would just ruin that for me completely yeah i agree and it, it would make it would make some of the some of the scenes we saw at double or nothing kind of meaningless, meaningless? right yeah so so let's jump in we start double or nothing um with the guys coming out and well, well no first we had the, the 21 21 person uh casino battle royale right yes yes out of that, out of that whole match, I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on like who really stood out to you. Which which person in that match were you just like, oh my god, who is this? And and I want to see more. Or maybe you already mm. knew them and you, you you were very impressed at what you saw in the ring. I had a good idea of most of the people. Um, you know, I think everyone got a they got the the battle royal got a little bit of flack, but um, I think it was just a good spotlight for everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, guys like Ty Dillinger, who, um, mm-hmm. you know, who sat in mediocrity, was super over in WWE and sat in mediocrity. It was another chance for him to get his face out there. Um, I just think it's a really good opportunity to showcase how deep the roster can be. Um, and and I, on all honesty, I, I want to see more of every one of them. I want to see those those guys. And, you know, I want to see them compete in matches. That's, that's what I'm for. Mm-hmm. I was... Uh... I had heard of him, him, him here and there, uh, but man, I was I'm a I was jumping right on the MJF bandwagon, dude. Oh, I love MJF. What a great! He's like one of those old school heels that makes you want to punch him in the face. Like like you know real, he's an ESW life, regular, right? right? He's he a regular really? at ESW. He I is. did not he's know that, dude. Two or three shows, yeah. Get out! I gotta go he's, to the next one, man. I gotta dude, see. Dude, he's it. fantastic. He's so good on the microphone. Oh yeah. Um, he's so. Uh, he, I don't even know really how to describe it. He's just he's money, dude. He's become one of my favorites. Yeah, I will advocate for that man whenever. Um, just so talented in ring, on the mic, great person outside of the ring, like mm-hmm. legitimately. So yeah, MJF is fantastic. Yeah, I, he, I, he was he was one who I'd heard about because I think I'd heard somebody compare him to the Miz, and you know I'm a big Miz mark. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, I'm kind of interested in this guy. So I I really had my eyes open for him, and I. Obviously, I was impressed, and I think he's very good on the mic, but when he gets on the mic later uh, in a show, like he does this thing that I really hate that wrestlers do when they scream the whole time <laughs> and are yelling. There's not taking away that he's good, and maybe he doesn't do it that all the time. Maybe it's just because the building he was in and all that stuff. I don't know, but uh, I was like, man, I think it's got to be definitely, definitely, though, I saw a lot of potential in him for sure. Oh, he's God. young, right? He's a young guy. He's Yeah, he's real young. He's going to be great. Yeah, yeah there's he, a lot there. Yeah. And for me, oh, yeah, for, uh, sure. for me, one of the other guys that stuck out to me was like, "Wait a second! Did they say his name was Luchasaurus? It was a literal <laughs> Lucha dinosaur. I mean, that's the gimmick. But holy crap, he looks awesome! I like the mask. I and dude's a monster. Like, holy cow, he's big. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I don't know. It just everything just worked. It everything just worked, man. They are so good. So good. That battle royale was an excellent like spotlight on all of that. I thought so. You know, it, it did bring it brought, you know, a lot of faces you've never seen before. That was the point, right? Check these people yeah. out, see how they're how they're doing. But then there were faces we did see, like um what's his name was in there? Billy Gunn, uh Tommy Dreamer, you know, we saw them in there. That was kinda cool. Yeah. Yeah, this show did a good job all throughout the whole thing uh, of having some really cool surprises in it like that. I got to tell you, uh, I was, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I marked out a little bit when Tommy Dreamer walked out. <laughs> I was hoping to see a little bit more of Brian Pillman Jr. I've been hearing a lot about him. Um, haven't really seen much of his stuff, so I was hoping to see more of him. And they, he kind of got out quick. Yeah, he's actually, he's another one. He's going to be at ESW in June, June 29th. Oh, nice. Um, he's making his debut. So I'm excited to see him in person. Um Really, another really great worker. It, yeah, he didn't get, he didn't really get a, a long opportunity to shine. But I think once he starts getting singles matches on AEW television, it's kind of, it's kind of do wonders for him in his career. Yeah, it should be nice. And I was, and I was really excited to see, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name, uh, the the Hangman, uh, Adam Page. Adam Page. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he was another guy that I was very lucky enough to see. This was five or six years ago, uh, wrestling in like he was wrestling in. <laughs> In the same place I went to my comic convention yesterday, uh, like he was in, was in that small of a of a thing, and he was wrestling there, and he stood out majorly. And I could tell he was going to be really good, so I'm very excited. It, you can tell that they're trying to push some new stars, and I think mm-hmm. him going over is probably the right move. Yeah, well, he'll be going uh, but, against the winner yeah. of the Jericho Omega match because he ended up winning the the, the battle royale. Right. So that's the that's the deal. The next pay per view is, uh, or the the second, the, not the next one, because I think the next pay per view is called fight something fighter fest and the one after that's fight for the fallen and i think he's fighting they're doing it fight for the fallen is the uh adam page match or is that in fighter fest not sure maybe it's just a future future mess right interesting but yeah adam so adam ends up winning the 21 uh man battle royale he was supposed to face Pac, right? And some some fell apart, creative differences or something. But no, yeah, Pac, Pac, Pac fell apart. <laughs> Pac's a, kind of a, a pompous douche. I mean, I kind of get why, because right, he's like a Dragon Gate champion or something like that. Yes, yeah. And he did not want to. Uh, he didn't want to lose a, a bout on TV, obviously, with that. Yeah. You know, holding that championship. So I like understand it, but there's like I'm just hearing all sorts of stuff about him everywhere, not wanting to do the job. Um, so it's like. I don't know. Yeah, this yeah. Is I'm why with you. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of against that too. Like you should be able to put other people over. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's kind of part of the wrestling thing. Uh, so that part really annoys me. But mm-hmm. also, he spent like what? How many years in WWE getting <laughs> losing? <laughs> true, <laughs> very true. True, true. So maybe he's he's tired, tired of it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's go on real quick. Let's go through some of these matches. The f- the first match of the night, the first singles match, was Kip Sabian and Sammy Guevara. Um, I had never seen either of these guys as well, and I was very impressed with them after the end of that match. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. had little. I hardly knew them either. Um, but yeah, very you know nice showcase way to you know really get things going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only saw the last two minutes of that match, so I can't really comment. But. Uh... Oh, it was great. There was a lot of cool yeah. spots in there. Some crazy bumps, but a lot of cool spots for sure. Well, I, I believe you. They look like they can go for sure. <clears throat> a lot of these guys do, right? It almost looked like everybody on this night was out to do something in their match that you maybe had not seen before, right? Or had not seen yeah. televised before. Because I remember just being like, what am I watching some of these some of these matches? Um, 
Next match was SoCal Uncensored with uh, against the Strong Hearts. What did you guys think about this match? The Strong Hearts was they were the uh, the it, the Japanese guys, right? Yes, yes, yes. Now, this was a really strong. Uh, technically, the opening of the match because the other stuff I think is considered pre-show or what, however you want to look at it. Uh, so uh, to open up, I think this is good. You need some high action stuff. I mean, that's what WCW when they were smart were doing really well. They put the uh, you know, the cruiserweights on first because they know they're going to have some quick, some quick fun stuff that you have to keep your eyes on. And that's, you know, and uh, I'm never going to pass up the opportunity to watch some Christopher Daniels. So No, he's still good well into his age. Even Frankie Kazarian, who's kind of been, you know, he, he's been right by his side, but he's been around a long time too. Mm-hmm. You know, Scorpio Sky, he's, he's another one, been around for a while. Um, so it's, it's um, yeah, it's some good stuff there. We had uh, the ne- the women's match of the night was, a, was supposed to be a triple threat became a fatal four way when Brandy Rhodes brought out Awesome Kong, but it was Doctor. Awesome yes, awesome yes, moment. Let, yeah, let me tell you, this is the honest truth. I first saw Awesome Kong uh, in uh, Impact or TNA back in the day, and I was blown away by this woman. Like she can move, and she was huge. Mm-hmm. She was very believable. Uh, like I personally wouldn't want to mess with her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so then I was very excited to see what she can do in the WWE, but then obviously all that uh, stuff happened, uh, personal stuff, I think. So that never turned out. So I thought she was kind of retired. So to see her show up here, I honestly popped. I stood up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah, she, she was, you know, what did they call her in WWE? Karma, I think it was. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> misusing WWE. Uh, obviously, um, it goes without saying. And I felt her. Yeah, I, it was again. I, I thought she was gone. Like I never, I hadn't heard from her in a while. Um, and yeah, that's that's like a legitimate, really good signing for AEW to use her. Oh yeah, um, in that fashion. She's a smart vet, proven vet. Still works great. Um, just great, great move. Yeah, for sure. She went up against uh, Nyla Rose, Kylie Ray, and uh, Mrs. Mrs. Um... Bebe, right? Dr. Britt Baker. Isn't, isn't she with uh, Adam Cole? I yes. I'm almost positive, is. yeah. Uh but yes, she and she is. she is a legit doctor too. She's she's um she's a dentist, a legit dentist. Uh but she ended up winning the the fatal four way. So that was our first uh female win of, of AEW's history was her. Um the next the next match after that was the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta against Angelico and Jack Evans. Thoughts. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the best friends. I've been watching them for a while. They're so, so good. I was very excited to see this match. I was really looking for of all the matches. I mean, obviously some other ones I wanted to see too. But I just honestly like both Trent and Chuck a lot. Like I really enjoy their stuff. I, also, side note, very great follows on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> follow them on Twitter for sure. They're very funny. Uh, but um, yeah, I I love this match. I don't think I've seen a bad match with those two. So. And the other two guys were very good too. See, best friends was new to me. I've I've not seen them before. And again, like I said, ugh, most of this night I walked away going, "Can't wait to see more of this person. Can't wait to see more what they're going to do with this team. Can't wait to see what story's going to happen here." And best friends are definitely one of them. I'd, I really enjoyed watching. I thought it was great. It was. It was. I mean, I'm just not to really. I'm not really jumping ahead here, but I'm yeah. looking through, and everybody got like Every. at least ten minutes. Yeah. To do their thing. Yeah. Um, and it didn't feel bloated, huge. right? It did not feel no, like a bloated show where you're like, "Is this done yet? Like, what the hell?" Man, yeah. It was so good. So let's. The next one was. Um, it was all a bunch of of Asian ladies, right? A lot of the Asian women, Japanese women. 
um, in a six-woman tag team match. Now, I was absolutely blown away by all of these ladies. I'm, I don't know if you guys remember why, like remember this because it's been a, a little over a week now, this match. But I remember watching this match just going, holy cow, what is going on? What, like, why? Why, yeah. why? Who do they think they are to come out and be this good? Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Those, like, yeah. what's happening? Those, those women Jap wrestlers mm-hmm. are insane. Like, mm-hmm. super strong style stuff. Like, this is oh, what, yeah. like, Asuka should be looking like. Yes. And um, who's the other one? Uh, can't think of her name. But you got to watch. I mean, I'll watch. If I, you know, when I, I'm just relaxing, I'll watch some wrestling stuff. I'll be like, oh, the top suplex variations. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, the best, the person who delivers a variation of a suplex the best is one of these female Japanese wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Because they legit look like they're dumping people on their head. They do, they're just, man. They're so good. that It's like a, like. When people say strong style, that's what I think of. These ladies yeah. are mm-hmm. tough. There was um, yes. Yuka Sakazaki. She's the one that I was just like, she looked like she came out of the Street Fighter video game, dude. She was so animated, and, and oh, it was so awesome, dude. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I think another big, like just to kind of back up what you're saying, Chris, is the fact that uh, when I was watching this, my mom was in the room with me. And, I mean, she doesn't hate wrestling, but, like, she's okay not seeing it. She's kind of a, a lapsed fan, I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah. And my cat, she jumped up here, so if you hear her meowing, she's trying to bug me. <laughs> she wants to talk um, about wrestling. Yeah, she wants to talk about wrestling. But uh, Mom started watching it. Like, she loved this match. <laughs> uh, she was a big fan of the, of uh, what's her name, Kong. She actually trained Awesome Kong. I can't remember her first name, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the bigger lady that was in there. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah Asia. But, Asia Kong. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she was like, I thought everybody in that match was crazy amazing. And man, they, gosh, they worked their tails off. You could just tell it. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Like, I, it was, I don't know. This is a match I'll probably go back and watch again. There's actually a few matches on this, on this entire pay per view that I'd got, like to go back and watch. One of them I've already watched three different, three times already. Um, which is the one that that's coming up next. But I kind of wanted to skip this one and go to the Young Bucks match. Go to the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Okay. Uh, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. Uh, I've seen all all four of these guys before, you know, so I knew what we were getting, right? And yeah, and I didn't know what we were getting because it was one of these things where you, when you know what you're getting with the Young Bucks or with the Lucha Brothers, is that you're going to see something you probably didn't see before, right? Yeah, you're going to see a lot of quote unquote flippity stuff, <laughs> flippy doos, yeah. flippy doos. Yeah, it's a uh, lot of flippy doos. Very good. Yeah, they're very very good at it though. All four men are crazy good and talented yeah they and they, are. And they, they, are. they did some selling too because some of that stuff looked legit like holy cow are they okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this was uh, this was match was an absolute like treat and you know me i just seen lucha bros in person yeah a couple months like a month or so ago against oh, i'm Colin so so sore that i missed that one too dude i'm so it sore at myself insane it, like the crowd it was insane it was a great great match um, but then to see them going with the, the Young Bucks, who are another just crazy wild team, mm-hmm. um, it was very impressive. And I, I'm glad, too, that they, they showcased the AAA World Tag Team Championship yeah. on there, um, you know, which is which is neat. I think cross-promotional stuff is really, really good, and it's it's important if you want to see 
uh, a place like what AEW is trying to do succeed and they kind of involve everybody. They're smart. They're doing it too. They're they're okay with wrestlers wrestling in other you know other promotions because um, yeah. What was it? Uh, the, so the luchas are part of the Mexican, uh, the Mexican lucha thing, right? Isn't it? Uh, what's the name of their their thing down there? I can't remember now. But but most of these, a lot of these other wrestlers still have contracts or or whatever you want to call it with like Major League Wrestling or CZW and all these other ones. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it so I think they're doing it right. That you know they're not saying hey you can't do this with anybody else. You know you can only work for us. Uh, it's, yeah. it's it's they're it's, actually they're smart. They're actually treating them like independent contractors. Exactly. Uh, except they're giving them insurance. Yeah, right? Uh, right. So, yeah, that was a great match, too. I thought it was really good. Um, do you guys want to talk about the last match of the night, or do you want to talk about the Cody and Dustin? Um, like, what do you want to talk no about man. next? Boy. Well, I'll tell you, my favorite match of the night was Cody and Dustin, yeah. so I'm yeah. okay saving let's, that for last. Okay, yep. let's save it for last. Jericho and Omega. <laughs> the, yeah, these two were fantastic. Everything we expected. 27 minutes of nonstop beauty, poetry. Dude, the entire match was great. Yeah, Jericho can obviously still go despite his age. Yeah. I don't think think a guy knows how to be stale. He doesn't know how to do that. No, we were just – Actually, yeah, yeah, me, Chris, and uh, Greg just talked about this yesterday, um, about how he stayed, you know, relevant all these years. Just, yeah, because he's – reinvented himself he's mm-hmm. um the same but different mm-hmm. if you know what I, if you catch my vibe yeah um yeah it was just it was just really nice to see jericho still mm. doing his thing and, and still being able to go he's still in great shape and yeah. yeah the dude can work and kenny omega is one of the best in the world um that's why he's part of this aew brand and the, just another spectacular match yeah. like this isn't the first time we've seen them go um but this was just something. It was just pure beauty. It was so good. Yeah, I love Kenny too. The thing I love about Kenny is is number one, he's a huge fan of video games and anime, right? Yes. Um, and because he's been in Japan so long, a lot of his style is very theatrical. It's got a very like you know some of his movements when he acts a specific way has a very almost like anime character style to it. You know what I mean? Um, there's a there was a spot where. Jericho dumped him into the crowd and then grabbed the cameraman's camera. Remember that? And yes. he popped yeah. up and and spit beer in his face or somebody gave him water or something, you know, and, and he spit it he spit it at Jericho. But if you watch it, the way he's doing it, there's this like it almost looks like like he's a character in 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 an anime. Like he has his hands up and he's whoo, there's a specific stance that he's doing in the way he does it. It's just a it's funny, dude. And it's to me, it's just it lends more to the beauty of what we're watching, you know? You can have a guy just get up and just spit in his face, but when you when you move a certain way, and 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 you know as a wrestler, Matt, that that's the point, right? Because if you are in a bigger place, you want people to see what you're doing by the way you move, right? You have so you can't take a chop and 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 somebody up in the three hundred see see it unless you're flailing yourself, really. C- correct. Yeah. So so yeah, I love watching Kenny, dude. I love watching Kenny. Yeah, I don't think it's an exaggeration that. Everybody kind of thinks he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just obvious. Yeah, Jericho yeah. ended up winning this one, so it's going to be Jericho and Adam Page, and I'm seeing it here because I did. Uh, I, I'm just now seeing it. It's going to actually be at All Out in Chicago, uh, so that means I definitely am buying a ticket for that show. Uh, man, Adam Page and, and Chris Jericho, dude, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, can you imagine uh, if, and also can wait, you imagine if Jericho about- wins that? If he wins that. <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> becomes the first AEW World Champion. That would be great, dude. 
It's, all, it's either him or Hangman Page. I mean, right, right. But it's gonna be life changing for either one of them. But I, I like, I, God, I, like I feel like Jericho and how amazing that would be um, for him to capture another world title in another place. Um, yeah, they can really run with either either man winning that. Honestly. They could. They could. Yeah. Uh, they can't go wrong with that. Like, that's they've really. I mean, even if it was Hangman versus Omega too. I mean, you're not going to go wrong with either one of those three. No. Uh, also, I think we need to just talk about the big one of the hugest things that happened was the the thing at the very end. Oh yes. man, the place pops because John Moxley comes running down the, through the yeah. crowd, dude, and attacks I got both, that same not just feeling, one. I, I got that same feeling of when I was watch when I was during the. Uh, the the Monday Night Wars, and I would watch uh, Nitro, and then I would look at the crowd, and the crowd would start murmuring and looking in a certain direction. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, somebody's showing up. Somebody, who is it? Who <laughs> yeah. get really excited? I got that same feeling again when I was watching that, and then the crowd starts looking a certain way, and they're all looking in unison, and you hear them starting to murmur. And then all of a sudden they show it, and holy crap! Yeah, you know, so freaking great. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, and Jim Ross sold it well too. He didn't even know. Yeah, he legit yeah. didn't even know. I think a lot happening. of people didn't know. I think it was very, very few people. There's um, uh, on their YouTube page they have the behind the scenes, right? And Moxley, I mean, or, or it's weird to call him Moxley after I was calling him Dean Ambrose for so long. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Moxley's sitting back there, right? And you can tell he looks kind of nervous. He's looking out, hearing everything that's going on out there. Uh, dude, but yeah, you're right, Johnny. When he showed up, the place pops, and it's that excitement feeling, right? And it was also that exciting feeling of like, man, this is just so freaking awesome. Like, their very first pay-per-view as AEW, and they not only knocked it out of the park, they knocked it out of the city, dude. Yeah. yeah. What a way to end uh, this the show. so smart to end it this way. And, you know, it's just, it's just so incredible – so like you can tell, and just also from interviews he's been doing, Moxley. Uh, I yeah. highly recommend you go listen to the podcast he did with Jericho. Oh man, uh, so good! Must very listen. revealing. Must, yeah, he's... must listen. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you could like you can sense it. Just seems like he's got that love of wrestling again. Mm-hmm. And man, I am really looking forward to him having a program with Kenny Omega. I hope that's where they're going with this. I think that could be freaking dynamite. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh yeah I'm rooting for Ambrose right now or well jeez uh Moxley right now I, I really am because it's another I mean there it's another huge story right this is mm-hmm. he's legit said in that podcast and I won't go into super details um, about it but I mean he's complaining about all the same things that Punk did five years ago yeah uh, so like I mean people are surprised but like. Obviously, nothing has changed there. Right. Um, and there's there's a lot of other stuff going on right now. We've talked about some things. There's some, been, others, been some other reports. But um, I think the most important thing to look at, too, is how he finagled his way to get out and get out mm-hmm. without a 90-day no-compete clause. Yeah. Yeah. That apparently he worked McMahon really, really good for what is I read, which is amazing. Well, yeah, he goes which in, never in depth too. Uh, not only does he, you know, basically confirm a lot of the stuff Punk said, he also had confirmed a lot of the stuff that we as fans have been, you know, basically discussing and, and assuming and and wondering like what the hell's going on, right? That nobody yes. knows what they're doing back there, and that's basically what's yeah. going on. What are the what are things I really love though is on the interviews he's been he's been doing. Uh, he uh, he talks about how you know Renee is, is his wife and she works at WWE, 
And he's like, yeah, I don't want to get too, I want to be too weird with this because I know she still works there and I don't want to make it hard for her. And then he just sits there and just buries the company. Left <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a really good interview. Uh, if you have yeah. not listened to it, go so check I it out. I, I think it'd be even more interesting interesting if you got to hear what uh, Renee really had, to, like the question she's getting. In oh, WWE. God. Can you imagine? Um, all right, guys. So here it is, right? We, we saved the – it was the th- third to last match of the night, which for me, I think they could have ended this show th- – ended the show with this too. Um, but I, I, I love the yeah. way they did it. I'm telling you. I don't feel like the booking on this entire program was, was – you can't, right? It feels like every every match was perfectly placed, timed, everything. Yeah. Yeah. But we had – There's no way you're not, no not going to not be paying attention to it. To how to this whole show, to be honest. No, nah, but this was the match right here. The Cody and Dustin Rhodes match was the one I wanted to watch. This is the one where, you know, weeks ago, Cody put out probably one of the best promos he'd ever put out. And it was nothing fl- yeah. fancy or anything, just him standing in front of a camera, black behind him, nothing else, right? Uh, and he was yeah, and he's legit. And his delivery's nice. He's not screaming, he's not going crazy, but there's a moment in there. Where he talks about, you know, when the old horse is dying, you got to pull from the hip, right? Yeah. And he gets choked up. And it's it's so powerful. That moment right there is so powerful. And that just, it's right there. That's all we needed. That is all we needed to get invested into this story emotionally, right? Yes. Good yeah. God. What a match, too. What oh, a man. These, match. Let's just go ahead and, uh, the former Goldust, let's, let's bring him up first. This guy. To be what is he fifty now? Fifty years there? old, yeah. Can legit can still freaking go. I mean, mm-hmm. holy cow! Mm-hmm. He was pointing out some never, stuff I hadn't seen him done in a long time. We've mm-hmm. like for as long as he was with WWE, we've never seen that from him. No, right? I mean, I think that's the important thing to look at too. He hasn't been able to showcase himself like Mm-mm. that. No. In what did he debut in WWF? Like ninety five, ninety six, I think. Nine, yeah, I know 90s. he had some hiatuses and stuff, but. Um, he's never been able to show himself off like that, mm-hmm. at least not since his WCW days mm-hmm. um, in front of a crowd of millions and millions more watching at home. Yeah. Um, that was what I, what most impressed me, too, was that we got to see. And it's another thing. Like, WWE takes these guys, and they, they're like a shell of them former self. Not all of them get to do yeah. what they can do. And, yeah, for Goldust to do that at, at his age and look as well as he did, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was just a – just great match, great moment, um, and I bet, and I bet he legit couldn't sleep, couldn't see it after he oh, was bleeding, bro. I mean, I don't think he meant to bleed that much. Yeah, no, I no, think I, supposed to. I think he 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 got a little deeper than he thought. You're right. Um, yeah. It was, but overall, man, what a match from beginning to end. Earl Hebner as the ref, Brandy L. Rhodes on the side, DDP shows up to take her away because uh, I did not expect her to go heel on us and start attacking her brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, I didn't well, expect that. Weird? I don't know what the deal with this, but in Golda's post-match interview, he said him and Brandy don't like legit don't get along, and I'm not sure what that's about. Really? Uh, or is that yeah, is that like, kayfabe? You know what I'm I saying? Because he was he, he he seemed to be pretty like breaking the fourth wall when he was talking. Everyone's got their microphones in his face, and he was breaking the fourth wall. But he he mentions yeah he legit mentioned that him and Brandy don't get along. Because I would I would go so far as to say it'd be kind of as good as we're gonna see uh, you know what's coming up with the two brothers here. It might be kind of cool to see the brothers fighting, and maybe it's because of Brandy. Maybe that that, that could be pu- pushing a, a more of a storyline to come later. But if not, if it is a legit thing, that kind of sucks. That's not cool. 
It's weird. Well, I know always... the Rhodes family has been pretty estranged. Um, yeah. It's been a weird, weird thing. So, who knows? Well, I, I, I'll, I took the match as Cody was technically the heel. Mm-hmm. And so, and with Brandy being out there by his side, then that's kind of the role she was playing too, kind of by proxy, sort of. How about and um the message? Whatever she had to do to help him win. Yeah. yeah. How about the message that was sent at the beginning of the match, right? When Cody comes out and there's yes, that stone, yes. that stone throne with the skulls and the big iron cross, like uh, Triple H usually has. A lot of people complain about that spot too. They're like, "Ah, oh, you guys are just doing like they they knocked WWF like WWE." Well, they knocked them for doing that, for even acknowledging WWE. But yeah. I think it was a cool moment because that's what I think that's what a lot of the diehard fans wanted to see. Yeah, um, and, and the fact that know. he used a sledgehammer too. Yes, I think it was a message, and it was a good message. It was like you're. It's, it was two things, right? Kind of like it's over, but it was also it's broken, right? He he knocks into yes. that thing, and it just cracks and breaks and falls apart. It's a broken system; it doesn't work anymore. He's breaking the mold. So I liked the I liked the the um, symbolism behind it. Um, I did yeah, too. And, yeah, I did too. And speaking of broken, when he's asking his brother to be his partner, bro, stop. And his voice kind of cracks. I, I I legit lost it. I did. Not only did his not only his voice crack. If you look at Dustin, he's crying hard. Like he's trying to hold yeah. still, yeah. but his whole body is quivering because he's crying. Dude, that was just such an amazing moment. That was throughout this whole match. We see these things, right? We see the brothers versus. The younger versus the older, and the and the idea that can the older guy still go? And there's moments in here where the younger guy makes the older guy look like a fool, right? How many times did he swing at him or go at him and completely whiff and just fall? You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. Which is kind of a heartbreaking thing to see. Like, this is the story we're seeing now, and it, you're starting to get yourself in there like, oh, come on, right? It's like seeing that that guy that you – your favorite champ – and now he's old, right? And this is his one last hurrah. And now you're watching him get his ass kicked, and it does not feel good to see that, right? No, and it, yeah, it was, it was, that was just beautiful. Yeah. Before we get too far away from it, um, that speech, the, the Cody and Golda or D- Dustin speech, was it was actually kind of a nod to yeah. a speech that Dustin yeah. and Dusty yep. had back in WCW, which yep. I think made that even more emotional. Um, yeah, I think he says That's almost awesome almost the same out. words, right? Almost doesn't he say before God and everyone something ver- like that? Yeah, they're very yeah. similar, very similar. Oh, yeah, so good, um, which is powerful. And, like I'm sure a lot of people didn't realize that sitting in the crowd. I didn't even realize I, I, until I the video either. popped up after. Yeah, um, That's I didn't either until the... you shared it with us. And oh man, it was like that. Just made that moment. Like rewatching that match because um, it's been around on Facebook and, mm-hmm. and social media. Um, it it made that moment a little bit more, yeah, you know, just bigger, and making things come full circle, and and you know how proud Dusty would be if if oh he if God. he knew that his kid if his that is one that his kids were as tight as they are um, right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. After you know how weird their childhoods were, but um, to see how they're changing wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're literally doing what he did. I mean, let's think about that. When Dusty first entered the world of professional wrestling, 
it was completely different, you know, than the way he left it. And a lot of it was because of him. Let's be honest, right? Like the, his bookings, the way he ran a lot of the South promotions, then Jim Crockett working with them and, and, and the families that, that he has. And I mean, just think about just the, you know, the legacy that this dude put put out there and what he did for wrestling. And, and like you said, he'd be super proud because his sons are just taking the baton and going with it and continuing to change it. Man, yes. what a match. What a match. So many spots on their back and forth. You know, one has the upper hand, the other one doesn't. I loved, though, when uh, when um, Dustin took the belt and slapped his little brother's ass like he was giving him a, a, a beating kind of a thing, right? Like, like this is what you deserve, you little bastard. <laughs> yeah, my mom couldn't believe that. Uh, she saw that. <laughs> she saw actual butt cheek. That was awesome, dude. It was so awesome. Um, but yeah, he gets Dustin gets busted open, and he's just—I mean, I remember there was a, a moment where he—he's kind of fa- he's laying on the on the mat, and you could just see the blood pouring out like a waterfall. It was insane. Yeah, yeah it was a bit wild. Yeah, a bit wild for sure. But yeah, but they definitely answered the answered the question if they're going to allow blood or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it just reminded yeah. me of—I mean, it does. It's it just there was moments in there. Uh, remember when they had the figure four? And he flipped it over, and he's kind of pushing up, and he's like with that grimace on his face, and the blood's just pouring down. And I'm just seeing old Dusty back in the day with the with the yeah. the red mask, you know. You know what else made that important? That didn't ha- like nobody else on the whole show bled. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that he's the one who bled made it even more important. That's how you should do it. If you're going to have bleeding, if you're going to have a have that in your wrestling Mm -hmm. then you got to make it mean something it's got to be important it can't be in every match right unless it's on accident you know what i mean obviously unless it's on accident obviously yeah but but in the yeah in the match in the storyline it was it was it worked there was a shot of him after the match backstage you know wiped up and stuff with a patch over over whatever the 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 cut was on his forehead and man i just looking at him it was like that's dusty dude he looks just like his dad it's crazy um and and how weird must that be for his brother to like Cody to look at his brother and see such a strong image of his father there you know what i mean yes yeah yeah what a match that's that's the one i've seen 3 times and i'm probably going to watch it more and more like this is one of those matches to me is this such a special match one that i could watch over and over yeah it's the match to me that you know uh people will go back they'll they'll define each kind of pay-per-view sort of oh. is defined by a certain match yep that one for me is for sure it. Uh, I, agree. I loved every minute of it. I mean, such amazing storytelling it went on in that ring. Let me ask you something. What's with Earl Hebner not using gloves when that blood was pouring everywhere? Ballsy. He's just old school, huh? He's just like, meh, it's blood. Probably did that. Hear, we used to drink that. Did you that. hear how he got fired? Did you hear how he got fired from WWE? No. no. All right, this is what I heard. I do not know how true this is. This was on a Psycho Sid, so take it from what's worth. But the reason that I heard was because he was caught selling merchandise from his car. What? Like, he and his brother, I think his brother was in on it, too. They were caught selling merchandise, straight, like WWE merchandise, from their car. Good Lord. (laughs) That's what I heard. (laughs) That's funny. It's probably true. That is pretty funny, dude. That's why Jimmy Jacobs got let go. Well, Jimmy Jacobs got let go from WWE for a, a similarly petty reason like that to be honest with you he took Didn't a pic- fired. I th- yeah that's what i was about to say he took a picture with he uh, took a picture some with guys, right? some guys but like that's that's what they'll do that's Jeez. why it's ridiculous the that's dinosaurs nonsense, gotta dude. go seriously dinosaurs gotta go 
time to put yep. them out of their misery, man. But what a what a night Double or Nothing was. I'm looking forward to the next few pay per views they've got coming out. They got Fighter Fest coming, Fight for the Fallen, and then All Out. Um, and they have they have announced some of the matches for these. So at Fight uh, F- Fighter Fest, it's going to be Jabali versus Michael Nakazawa. Do you guys know either of them? No, neither no, do I. Fair. And it's a hardcore match. Um, yeah, they're also going to have Cody versus Darby Allen. I don't know who Darby Allen is. I neither do I, but I'm sure Cody's going to make him look like a star. Yeah. Uh, then it's going to be the elite Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson versus the Lucha Brothers, and a person to be announced. They have not announced who the third person is with them. And then it'll be a fun surprise. Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, then John Moxley versus Joey Janela in the Love next it. one. So looking forward to that. Oh, okay. That's going to be on June 29th, that next one. Then Fight for the Fallen we know is coming later on this year, July 13th. The only three matches they have for that so far are Brandy Rhodes versus Allie, Kenny Omega versus Sema, uh, which that should be cool. Sema was one of those one of the aging guys in that um, three-on-three tag team match in, in uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah. And then uh, Cody and Dustin versus the Young Bucks. So this should be interesting. <clears throat> And, yeah. and then the only match yeah. so far confirmed for All Out is Adam Page and Chris Jericho. I'll tell you, the one thing I'm very excited for is for the TV show. I yep. am so hyped for it. Yep. You know what I love? I'm looking at this on Wikipedia. When you look under the storylines for each of these pay-per-views, it says the exact same thing. It will feature professional wrestling matches that involve different wrestlers from pre-existing scripted feuds and storylines. Wrestlers portray villains, heroes, or less distinguishable characters in the scripted events that build tension and culminate in a wrestling match or series of matches. Whoever put these Wikipedias together, dude, copy and paste it like, what is the, what's the definition of professional wrestling? <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. Oh, man. So anyway, yeah, dude, AEW comes out on fire, sh- shooting from all barrels, man. Not, strong not style. Not stop. Yeah, yeah, strong style. They come out strong style, dude. Loved it. I'm going to go watch Cody and Dustin again after we get done here, but we're not done. We got a break, and then we're going to come no, back weird. and finish off our 80s bracket. Tag team? 80s tag team bracket. It's 7.30 at night, and usually you wouldn't mind walking home, but it's the middle of winter, so at 7.30 at night it gets a lot darker than it does in the summer. You're scared. The street's pitch black. There's only one light, and it's at the end, near your house. You can't help thinking that you're being followed, that someone's behind you. That something's, someone is whispering something into your ears. They're telling you something creepy, something horror, something about real life that you can't explain, that they can't really explain. But apparently there is a way too. Something that sends chills to your bone. Something that makes you think, maybe I should sleep with the light on tonight. You know what that thing is? The History Creeps Podcast, brought to you by the BICBP Network. 
and we're back. We're back. <laughs> a dinosaur story. <laughs> <laughs> a dinosaur story three D. Uh, yeah, if you guys remember, uh, it's, been, it's been a while since we've been doing it. It's been a stained if Johnny if Johnny had his way. Uh, but we we were doing the greatest tag team of the '80s bracket um, a few episodes ago, and we got through the first round, and um, we're gonna finish it off here. Yeah, and yes. just real quick, uh, it's been a stain. Is the band stained from the 2000s? Not that I go around putting stains everywhere. <laughs> I finally get that reference. <laughs> yeah, Chris they had a hit song. It's had a hit song that it's been a while, uh, and uh, that was the kind of music I was listening to when I was in high school. So. Very aware of stained, and that's where that reference come from. I'm very funny. It was funny yesterday. I said it, and Matt looked at me like, "What?" And so I explained to him what, what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's oh. a little younger than us. I don't, he probably knows who oh, stained I know is, but very what, yeah. much what stained is. But yeah, yeah. yeah that, that reference would go completely over my head. Uh, no clue at all. That's funny. Um, all right, guys. Greatest tag team of the 80s. We went through the first round already. Um, real quick, just to let you guys know who's up against each other now. We've got the Freebirds versus the Heart Foundation. We've got the Midnight Express versus the Steiner Brothers. we got the Brain Busters versus the Islanders. And the Rock and Roll Express versus the Road Warriors. So, fr- Freebirds versus Heart Foundation. Who takes that one? Hmm. Matt. Matt, go first. Oh boy, I want to. Oh crap! Right? You know That's what? A tough this, one, dude. This is a tough one, and you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be out of the box with this one. I'm gonna go Heart Foundation. Oh, nice! I was gonna say the same. That's the thing. Because you got oh, man. you got Owen, right? You got Brett. You've got uh, and what's his name? The Anvil. Yeah, Jim yeah. It was more so just, I mean, the Heart Foundation in the was 80s more so, yeah. was just Brett Oh, and that's Jim, right. That's right. We're doing which, the 80s. Which was a great team. We're not doing the whole um, family yet. We're doing No, see, not if, yet. If you're putting yet. in Owen, then I would I would agree with you. But if Owen's not in it, then I'm, I was going to go the other way to the guys who have their very own rule in wrestling, the Freebirds. <laughs> yeah, I could see the Freebirds, you know, putting up a, a pretty decent fight. Uh, but I would say I, I would just think Bret Hart and, and the Anvil would overpower him at some point, And Hart would just throw that sharpshooter on and it's done. Boom. Upset. Major upset. <laughs> so the Heart Foundation takes it. I don't know if it's an upset. I'm the only one who was going for the other team. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Uh, it's tough, though. <laughs> um, next one, Midnight Express versus the Steiner Brothers. And I am going to go with the Steiner Brothers on this one. I, I say the I Steiner am, bro- Brothers are, are going to overpower yeah. the Midnight Express. Yeah, I'm going to go sweeping Steiner Bros. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I want to see. I mean, they even... Uh, I mean, and just look at even today, uh, I would still go for them if they're wrestling now. Because, I mean, one of them owns a Shoney's, and the other one is like a part of a, a school district doing stuff, I think. Yeah, he's like a principal, Isn't that what the right? dog? For- yeah, the dog. What a terrible nickname, by the way, the dog-faced gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude. All right, next in line, we have the Brain Busters against the Islanders. Johnny. Brain Busters. I don't even know why you asked me this. You already knew my answer. <laughs> That's why I threw it your way. I knew exactly what you were going to yeah. say. Uh, what do you got? Yeah, if, Arn, if Arn Anderson's there, he's winning for me. I, <laughs> I mean, there's no point even asking me. Uh-oh. Uh, we'll see how that that fares as he keeps moving on. Uh, Matt, who do you have? Brain Busters or the Islanders? Ooh, I'm going to go... Just kidding. I'm going to go Brain Busters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only reason that they beat the Mega Powers is because Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage never got along. Right. And Hogan buried him every chance that he got. So, uh, yeah, brain busters for me. 
yeah, Brain Busters ends up winning that um, for me as well. Next, we have Rock and Roll Express versus the Road Warriors. Matt, what do you think? I just want to start off by saying, fuck the nasty boys. Again, <laughs> I hate them, you pieces of shit. Um, and I'm going to go the Road Warriors as my, as my choice for this match. <laughs> Matt I, is dropping bombs. I agree, dude. Road Warriors, are. this is going to be a squash match, right? Rock and Roll Express comes out. They're kind of jumping around and being cutesy, and the girls are loving it, and everybody's cheering because they're the face. And then the Road Warriors are just going to come in and demolish them. One, two, three. As I have lo- an unpopular opinion. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I this getting past their look. I never cared to watch the Road Warriors wrestle. <gasps> oh my god! I'm sorry. It's true. I've said it. You monster! I'm dropping bombs like Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I take it you've got the Rock and Roll Express winning this one. That's who I would. That's who my heart would want. But you guys are probably right. Well, that's what's it's what's best for business, right? Isn't that in that the the yeah. the, the, the key? <laughs> As long as yeah. no, as long as no pyrotechnics go off and, and ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. Hawk rolls backwards on an entrance oh, stage, rest God. in peace. Did I say that? Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I forgot that happened, man. Yeah. Oh well. But Road Warriors take it. Move on. Do you want to? Yeah. You guys want to finish it out to to bring us to the final four? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So that that means uh, of the Freebirds and the found. Oh, it's the Hart Foundation. Hart Foundation versus the Steiner Brothers. Oh, Steiners. Yeah, I would say the Steiners would take that legit. Yeah, I like them more anyway, so I'm going Steiners. All right. So the Steiner brothers have moved on to the finals. Now we've got the Brain Busters versus the Road Warriors. Dude. It's 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 Arn Anderson all day long for me. And if you guys say different, <laughs> we're not friends anymore. Say who you yeah, dude, I will love Arn Anderson too. But if that was a legit match, it would be. Oh, it would have to be a, We'd have to get an outsider, right? You'd have to get an outside interference for the Road Warriors to take him out. Or does Arn do Arn and uh, what's his name? Um, holy cow! I can't think of his name right now. Tully. Tully yeah. Do do they do they uh, end up, you know, outsmarting the strength of the Road Warriors? And I think, I think so. I think so too. Actually, I was just being joking about I think Iron and Tully would beat the shit out of the Road Warriors to be honest with you. Yeah. I really I think it'd be a brawl, but I I would have to go brain busters. Are they taking are they taking are they taking some uh are they taking some cheap shots? Are they taking some shortcuts here? Oh yeah. Somebody uh, pulling oh, yeah. out a roll it's of quarters 100%. roll of quarters out of the trunks. One hundred percent. Yes. And that's how they do it, right? One, two, three in the center of the ring. All right, yep. so that puts us with – now, this is a classic match. This would have been great to watch for real. Steiner Brothers versus the Brain Busters. I would love this match. <laughs> I would, too. This is – this is. What if it happened? We'll have to look that look up real quick. Yeah, you have to look it up. I, it feels like it would have because they were all in the same company at one time, weren't they? I feel like they were. Oh, yeah. And I do – yeah, I think 100% Brain Busters would take this, though it would be a very long, arduous match. Yeah, I think it would come down to the wire and – uh, and that's saying something because I'm such a huge Arn fan. But uh, I don't think this match has ever happened. That's too bad, man. How's that not? How does that match not happen? I just searched Steiner Brothers versus Brain Busters, and I got Brain Busters versus Jobbers, Rockers versus Brain Busters twice, um, Steiner Brothers versus Quebecers, Demolition <laughs> versus Steiner Brothers, um, and the wow. the one that actually has them, it's in a 
No, actually, it's not even in a video. No, it's in a video game. They're all creator wrestler characters. So that's <laughs> the only time it's ever happened. Is in a video oh, game. Oh man, that sucks. That really sucks. Oh man, if you had all four of those guys going at it, oh my gosh, what a great match it would mm-hmm. be. It would be. Yeah, I would have loved that match. There'd be some wild Steiner brothers. Ooh, go Steiner brothers! And so, Johnny, you're going to go Brainbusters, right? Hundred percent. Wow, it's down to me. Steiner Brothers or the Brain Busters. I love Iron Man, I do. But I do feel the Steiner Brothers would have beat the Brain Busters. Yes. I think that's how they would have booked it. I really do. And, yeah. and it would have I mean, made okay it would have made sense. to be wrong. <laughs> it would have made sense too. Uh the the way the, the tournament broke down. Um so the greatest tag team of the eighties looks like it's the Steiner Brothers. <laughs> According to us, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Harley K. Fabe certified. That's Damn right. It. You heard it here first. Something tells me we're going to get some free buffets oh, at the man. Shoney's in Ackworth. <laughs> well, that's the whole point, we gotta right? we got to try it. That was the whole point yeah. to this whole thing. That was the whole point. Just about getting yeah. free free buffet at Shoney's yeah. in Ackworth. Harley K. Fabe brought to you by Shoney's in Ackworth. <laughs> I feel like I tried to do that on another podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't care. <laughs> mm, that's awesome. Uh, you know what? If you're in the Ackworth area, do check out that Shoney's. Tell them uh, Scott sent you. And if they say Scott who, say, don't you listen to Harley Kayfabe? And that's all you have to say. Uh, yeah. You guys have anything else? I'm all, I'm all out here, man. I'm, I'm out of gas. Uh, I'm bleeding profusely. Uh, I don't know if I can get my arm up on the next three count. I'm, I'm done. All I'm going to say is I'm hungry. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, solid episode. Solid episode. Very nice, guys. All right, well, thanks so much for listening to us again one more, uh, once more this week, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Let's take it home, boys. Ah!